just your attention for a few minutes. We're dealing with eternity, eternal things. When we deal with your soul, everyone has one. It's a very precious thing. It's a very valuable thing, your soul. It's so valuable that Jesus died for your soul. most valuable thing you have is not your home, your car, or any of those things. The most valuable thing that a man possesses is his own soul. In Ecclesiastes 3, you often hear these verses that they'll be preached or talked about at funerals. But in Ecclesiastes 3, uh, verse 1 and 2, it just says these words, To everything, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. And verse 2, just the beginning of that verse says this, There's a time to be born and there is a time, we've heard about it tonight, there's a time to die. I just want to say those few words again. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. There's a time to be born and there is a time, listen carefully, there's a time to die. There's a time to be born. Everyone in this room has been born. Hopefully. We've all been born. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, I want to tell you something about your life and your birth and the purpose of your life, every individual in this room. But in Jeremiah 1 and 5, we begin to grasp something of God and his immense knowledge. He's all-knowing. He says to Jeremiah the prophet, and I believe this is for every human, before I formed thee in the belly... I knew you. I want you to think about that. Before your parents knew you, God knew you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God says, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. He said this to Jeremiah, the weeping prophet of the Old Testament. God knew him before he was in his mother's womb had a purpose and a plan for his life and separated him from his mother's womb for this purpose. We see God purposes life. God is the life giver. We see that God had a plan for his life and God had made preparation for this role. Isaiah the prophet records these words in Isaiah 49 and verse 1. Listen, O wives, unto me and hearken, ye people from afar. The Lord hath called me from the womb. From the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. In other words, God knows us intimately, even from our mother's womb, and he knows our name. God knows you tonight. In Luke chapter 1, we read of the birth of John. Again, Zacharias, his dad, is told, you'll call his name John. He'll be great in the sight of the Lord. And then tells us about his life. He'll not drink any wine or strong drink. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. In other words, God had a plan for John's life. God's got a plan for every life in this room. 
Paul the Apostle, formerly known as Saul of Tarsus, a man who did not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior until he met him wonderfully on the Damascus Road and was wonderfully saved. God tells us in Acts 9 and 15, speaking to the prophet, this man is a chosen man. He is a chosen vessel unto me. And when Paul was writing that letter in Galatians 1 and 15, this is what Paul said. He says, but it pleased God, this is what he said, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. That simply shows us that the almighty God, the all-knowing God knows every human, every individual, every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, even from before their mother's womb. Now, we can't really grasp the fullness of that, but it's true. God knows us intimately. He knows who we are. He knows our name. He knows where we're born. He knows our life. He knows what we go through. He knows where we are tonight and the circumstances that we face. There's an old man. They believe it was David, but we're not sure. In Psalm 71. And he's an old man and he's making a prayer to the Lord. And in Psalm 71 and verse 5, he says, For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. By thee I have been holding up, this is what he says, from the womb. He looks over his life. He's looking back over his life. And he realizes that the hand of God has been upon his life, even from his mother's womb. And the purpose of every life that is born. Do you know what one most important thing in your life from when you were born right to this moment, if this has not already happened, the one single most important thing in your life is that you would come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Nothing greater in all this world. The Amplified simply says of that verse, He took me from my mother's womb, and you have been my benefactor from that day. My praise is continually of you. Do you know, when you look back on your life, when you maybe move down the line, down the wee white bit, a wee bit further, and when you begin to look back in that life, even pre your salvation, for those who are saved in the room, you begin to see that God's hand was working even when you didn't see it. Isn't that right? You remember Sunday school teachers and verses and children's meetings. Don't you remember that? You remember a praying mother and a father. You remember people that came across your path to tell you about Jesus Christ. What is that? That's God, the Holy Spirit, working in all the circumstances. God has a million ways to bring you to himself. We see God dealing and working until the day in the hour when you bow the knee and by the grace of God you surrender your life to Jesus and you're saved. And so we see that there is a time to be born. Everyone in this room should have one. I believe you have one. There's a time to be born. And you know what it's called? It's called a birth certificate. Isn't that right? Everyone got one. You have to register the birth. And so when our sons were born, we had to go to the registrar and you get a little certificate and they put the father's name and the mother's name and the date and then the name of the child. But before there was ever a birth certificate, God knew that child. What I'm trying to show you something tonight is your life's not a mistake. You're, you're not just something that just happened. 
Your life has been purposed by Almighty God. Life is precious. God is the giver of life. It is God who has purposed life. God himself gives life. In Genesis 2 and 7, he takes man from the dust of the ground and God breathed into the nostrils the breath of life. Life is a precious thing. It's a precious thing. It is a tragedy in our day to see the slaughter of so many of the innocent in the womb because life is precious. A man became a living soul. It's already been quoted, Job 1.21. Job said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb. Naked shall I return thither. The Lord gives and the Lord hath taken away. And blessed be the name of the Lord. He's the giver of life. Let me tell you something also. I believe this. That Jesus Christ holds the keys of death and life. The Bible says not only is it a time to be born, but there's also, listen, this is important. There's a time to die. The Bible says it is appointed on the man once to die. And after this, the judgment. What is your life? You know, when Adam, our first parents, and they brought forth that, that, that lie, the enemy brought that lie to them. They ate of that not tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God had said, the day that you eat of that tree, you'll surely die. You will die. If you, eat, you can eat of everything else but of this tree. Do not eat. And the enemy comes, the liar, the thief. There is a thief. There is a liar. His name is Satan. He is a devil. He is real. And he came to Eve and he says, but has God really, does he really mean what he says, that thou shalt die? He brought doubt upon God's word. That's the thing that the devil does so many times to people's minds. You don't really need to get saved. You don't really need to have this born again experience. You just go to church, just dress yourself up a bit, clean yourself up a bit. There are lovely people there. You can have a good time, but you don't need to get saved. That's a lie. That's a lie. And yet the devil is pursuing so many today. You're a good person. You have good works. You look well. You're a moral man. You're a, you're a good woman. You haven't done anything really. You're not as bad as the next person. Let me tell you, friends, we're all sinners. And we all fall short of God's holy standard. None of us can reach it. But there is one that did. And his name's Jesus. And so there's a time to be born and through this man, Adam, listen carefully, Romans 5 and 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed on all men, for that all have sinned. When Adam and Eve disobeyed and sin entered the world, then every person that's born from Adam and Eve, that's the whole world. Red, yellow, black, white, whatever race, whatever creed. It doesn't matter what religious label someone's put on you. Everyone is born in sin and death passes upon us all. We're born with a nature, a sin nature, inherited from our first parents. It's called sin. The psalmist says, Behold, I was shipping in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me i'm sure 45 years ago when my mother looked at me she went isn't he the most beautiful boy that's ever been born i'm sure she did because all mums do that 
But let me tell you something, friends. In that nature that I was born with was that first Adam. That had a sin nature. And my mum found out very quickly that this young fella and our other ones, we found out very quickly what it was to say no. We also found out very quickly what a slipper is. (laughs) Because our nature is sinful. Every year, 55.3 million people die. Every day, 151,600 people die. Every hour, 6,316 people die. Every minute, 105 people die. By the time this service is over, nearly 10,000 people in this world will have passed from this scene of time into eternity. We rarely think about it. We rarely consider eternity forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Ultimately, everyone will die. Do you know what the number one cause of death is? Sin. That's why we die. Sin is why we die. Well, they say the drink got him in the end. I want to tell you what got him in the end, sin. They say, well, the ciggies got him in the end. I want to tell you what got him in the end, sin. Sin has passed upon all. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. When you're dead, you might hold a birth certificate. But friends, you'll not hold your death certificate. That's left to your next of kin. But if the Lord tarries, one will be issued. One day one will be issued in your name. It's real. It's life. It's death. It's eternity. It's heaven and it's hell. It's eternity. On every headstone in a graveyard, you'll usually find the name, the date of birth, and then know what you find between the date of birth and then after that, the date of death. You know what you'll find? It's a wee dash. It's just that. Know what that dash is? That's your life. Just a wee dash. Whoever that is, their name on that headstone, born on this date, a little dash, died on this date. That's the reality. I was looking at some of the famous William Carey, born 17th of August, died 9th of June, 1834. I mentioned it this morning. The father of modern missions said on his his headstone, a wretched, poor, and helpless worm on thy kind arms I fall.
William Booth, born 1829, went to heaven, it says, 20th of August, 1912. Charles Spurgeon, born 19th of June, 1834, died 31st of January, 1892, at the age of 57. Susanna Wesley, born on the 20th of January, 1669. 19 children, two of the most famous sons, John and Charles, but died 23rd of July, 1742. David Livingstone, born on the 19th of March, 1813, died 1st of May, 1873. Amy Wilson Carmichael, born the 16th of December, 1867, died 18th of January, 1951. Jim Elliott, born on the 8th of October, 1927, died on the 8th of January, a martyr in 1956. Let me tell you something about every name that I've just mentioned. Every one of them were promoted the glory. They're not in the grave. They're absent from the body and they're present with the Lord. What you find concerning these lives that I mentioned, every one of them came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. A vapor of air, born, a life lived, a death because there's a time to die. William Booth's headstone. Not only does it give us the dates of his birth and the dates of his death, but it gives us one more crucial date. It says, born again of the Spirit, 1845. A young man at 16. You see, friends, there is a time to be born and you all know your birth date. But not one person in this room knows the time to die. But God does. What's the most important thing in between those dates? Is that there's one more date. And you know what that date is? That's the date that you're born again of the Spirit of God. You might be other special dates, great anniversaries, birthdays, everything. But listen, friends, the one most important date between those two dates is the day that you're saved, that you're born again. In the life that you'll live, in the life that you have by the grace of God, you have an opportunity. And many times, maybe even before this, Time and time again, the change, that date changes. Know what happens when between those two two dates, there's a a date where you were saved. You change your eternal address. Isn't that awesome? You change your eternal address. By putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, by repenting of your sin, for being sorry, for our sins, for asking for forgiveness by putting our faith in Christ alone, that he died your death, that he took your sin, that he took your punishment, that he took the wrath of God for you, and you receive him as your own personal Savior, the free gift of salvation. See that date? You know what happens? Your eternal destiny, your eternal address is changed instantly from hell to heaven. 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 What a beautiful place. 
You know, we don't sing enough about it. But heaven is a beautiful place. Heaven is a wonderful place. There's a real heaven. Not everyone goes to heaven. Only those that are saved, washed in the blood, born of the Spirit of God, they go to heaven. Jesus said you must be born again to go to heaven. The songwriter says we read of a place that's called heaven. It's made for the pure and the free. These truths in God's word he has given, how beautiful heaven must be. How beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and the free. For haven of rest for the weary. How beautiful heaven must be. Are you going to heaven, friends? Has your eternal destiny been changed? Not just your birth date. There is a death date. But the most important date is the day that you give your life to Jesus. Maybe today, maybe tonight, maybe this date will be recorded in glory. The day that you're saved. The day that you changed your eternal destiny. If you have changed it, praise the Lord. But friends, that prayer request tonight, that's a young man. That's a man perhaps I think maybe in his 30s, late 30s. Serious, isn't it? really serious we need to be ready Christ should come or Christ should call are we ready let's pray tonight Amen